We've all seen it. Well-lit pictures of food that looks too good to be true. Oozing egg yolks and slowly cascading Parmesan cheese, pushing the boundaries between art and indecency. Food porn has become a serious problem in our society. It's taken over the Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest feeds of people everywhere. But what can be done? What, if anything, should be done? And how can something so beautiful be so bad? I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in Five. And this is Food Porn, a nation in crisis. Two. Food porn unto itself is not evil. The problems arise because we cannot separate fact from fiction. Those egg yolks aren't real. No real person would ever be able to decorate a cake like that. Slow motion doesn't happen in real life. And would you actually even want to eat that anyway? Food porn causes people to try to live up to the images they see in their social media feeds. They set impossible standards for themselves based on extreme and unrealistic expectations and then end up never actually cooking at all. If they do cook, they attempt to recreate the abominations they've been inundated with, and when that fails, they give up completely. I'm sure we all know someone who spends hours on Instagram and Pinterest looking at food porn, saving recipes that they will never make. They sit there for hours, drool pooling on their chin as they swipe and pin every pizza burrito and taco burger they see. Why? Because it's an addiction. It is much easier to imagine yourself as a great cook than it is to actually become one. That time can be spent cooking, building skills, creating something beautiful and real in your own kitchen. But no, the allure of the undulating images imprinted on our imaginations is fearfully forceful. It feeds on the insecurities that brew below the surface. It builds a false self-image and allows us to live a food fantasy. Why become a great cook when you can just imagine yourself as one? Why spend time in the kitchen creating when you can just look at Pinterest boards and bookmarks and see all the wondrous recipes you've saved? We've looked outside our own kitchens for too long. We've looked for answers and comfort in other people's abilities, and we've completely forgotten to develop our own. Our relationships with food have become unhealthy and unnatural. We believe that wrapping anything in bacon makes it better. Not happy with that boneless, skinless chicken breast? Of course not. Wrap it in bacon. Completely forget about the fact that chicken comes wrapped in its own bacon naturally. Chicken skin that we pay extra to have removed before we buy it. So we buy chicken breast, pay extra to have the skin removed, and then wrap it in bacon which is fattier and saltier than chicken skin and for my money isn't nearly as delicious. Makes sense, right? A brief Google search will return images of monstrosities made out of food but not quite food themselves. Burgers stacked a foot high with every imaginal topping. Pizzas layered with tacos, layered with fried chicken, layered with ice cream. Not food. A mutated and grotesque facsimile of food. But again, not food. All of this acts to further remove us from real food. A simple pork chop with mashed potatoes and vegetables. A piece of fish with rice and green beans. How can we love something so plain when we are constantly bombarded with cropped, clipped, light-adjusted, color-adjusted, and filtered images of quote-unquote food? Where does it all lead? Nowhere good. The more disconnected we get from our kitchens and the more we think that the food we see on TV and the internet is real, the worse off we are. We have to improve our relationships with food. We have to develop a respect for the food we eat, the animals it comes from, the farmers that grow it, and for ourselves. It's time to stop imagining ourselves as great cooks based on the recipes we have pinned and actually work towards becoming a great cook. 
It's time that we stop looking at food in extremes and as entertainment and instead view it as sustenance, view it as fuel for our bodies and minds, a societal binder that acts as a medium upon which we can build families, friends, and communities. In very old school French cooking, there is a dish made of a whole songbird called an orlatan. It is plucked, but the head, beak, feet, and guts are all left intact. It's roasted, then drenched in brandy, lit aflame, and eaten whole in one mouthful the little bones crunching with every chew. It is tradition that when a person eats this dish, which is now banned, they must be blindfolded to hide their eyes from God in shame. I bring up the Orlatan because it is a perfect representation of what is happening to food in our society. Eating this little songbird is so shameful that a person must hide themselves from God. It pays little to no respect for the creature that gave its life so that we may live. Should we not also be hiding ourselves in shame when we eat a burger that is five patties high and loaded with bacon, back bacon, pulled pork, and a breaded chicken cutlet? So where can we turn? Well, there is real information out there. There are recipes that you can easily follow and easily cook that will live up to your expectations. You just have to find them. You have to put in a bit of work, but it will pay off. Cooking your own food rather than imagining it will leave you feeling fulfilled. It will help you develop actual skills and it will improve your relationship with food so where can you turn your kitchen food porn unto itself is not a bad thing it is the fact that it is used as an escape problems arise when people mistake the images they see for reality it changes the way we view and interact with food and it changes the way we eat now i'm not immune to irony i know that in my position as a blogger instagrammer and podcaster that i'm as guilty of these crimes as anybody else sometimes. But I do try very hard not to get caught in the trap. I try to embrace reality because I know that if I do, you can too. Now, if I can leave you with one thought, it would be just to go and cook. There's clearly a desire to do it. If there wasn't the Food Network, all the food shows, and food on the internet would not be as popular as they are. You have an inherent need to cook, whether you know it or not. Try it and see for yourself. I'm Chef Ben. This is Food in 5, brought to you by HowToNotBurnShit.com, your modern culinary manual. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben, at ben Kelly Cooks. And as always, thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow on Thursday with another Brief History episode. Tomorrow is a Brief History of Gatorade. I'll see you then.